We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends, and so happy to be spending some time with you here today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So how is your relationship with energy? How is your life force? Are you feeling as vibrantly healthy and alive as you think you could be? Or are you feeling a little bit low wattage and tired of being tired? If you're part of the growing epidemic of exhaustion, we're here today to talk about how you can increase your energy naturally, in addition to up-leveling the quality of your life. So if you're ready to feel more engaged, energized, empowered, invigorated, and awakened, my expert, Angela Watson-Robertson, is here to share some tips, tools, and techniques to support us. Angela is an integrative nutritionist and board-certified health coach who has designed a science-backed program called Fatigue Warrior so that we can access greater happiness, up-level our energy, and claim a greater zest for life. Angela is known as America's Reinvention Warrior and is the host of the radio program Masters of Reinvention with Angela Watson-Robertson. She brings together top transformation experts who reveal how to positively, positively change your life along with expertly researched nutrition and lifestyle advice. Angela teaches her clients to be reinvention warriors themselves and supports others in experiencing a balanced, sustainable, and authentic life using nutritional and mindfulness techniques. So Angela, thank you for saying yes to this conversation with me here today. You're very welcome. I'm so glad to be here, Tammy. Thank you. Absolutely. So I'd like you to just start with telling us a little bit about your backstory and how you came to be doing what you're doing. Yeah, I would love to. I love talking about this story. Um, So I have had a few different journeys in my career, and I've kind of done everything from work in corporate America and run sales teams to work in education and work in experiential and outdoor education. And all the while, my health was constantly tugging at me. You know, there were constantly signals that, hey, I, I probably need to be doing something a little different. My lifestyle probably needs to be a little bit less intense and I need to look at my health, but it took me a long time to really listen to those messages. Mm -hmm. And so it was probably about five or six years ago when I actually was uh, with my aunt as she was dying from a gastrointestinal tumor. I spent about six months with her and my family and quit my job. And I really got to see firsthand what that, you know, that dying experience in its worst situation can be. And I think I just looked around and I just said, you know, something has to change in our society, in our health, in our medical system, and also in my life uh, in order to, you know, hopefully have a different outcome in my own personal journey. So I, in 2012, I just decided, you know, I'm no longer going to uh, run the sales team, uh, you know, around the country in financial services. I'm going to do something different. And and there's lots of lots of reasons, you know, lots of things that happened that led me to be into to introduce myself to integrative nutrition. But I'd always been interested in nutrition and interested in alternative health. My mother was an herbalist. I grew up on a farm in rural Missouri, and so I kind of knew what it was like to 
eat whole foods. Mm-hmm. And I knew what it was like to, you know, live off the land. And I'm not saying that I necessarily do that now, but I knew that there was a different way of living than the standard American diet. So after seeing my aunt pass just so in such a difficult way, I made some big changes. And that's when I really started my yoga training and my energy training and uh, then started studying integrated nutrition. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Sometimes it is by virtue of seeing things that or experiencing things that aren't great that inspire us to do something different. So mm-hmm. I know that had to be really hard for you, and, and I'm sorry for that. But it it is um, a tool that probably supported you in claiming some of your purpose and helping other people live healthier lives, which I think is so incredible to take that suffering and, and use it as a tool to mm-hmm. empower others. So I'm, I'm so grateful that you, that you were able to do this. So um, you talk about, you use a term I hadn't heard before um, called chronic low energy. What is that? How's that different from just being tired? Yeah, so it's a great question. So chronic low energy, I mean, it, it really is kind of what it says is, is really having that feeling less than vital, feeling less than what you know life can be, what you remember yourself feeling before. Sometimes people will say when they were younger, sometimes it's just during a different period of your life, but not necessarily having just, hey, today was a tough day, I'm tired because I had to work a 12-hour day or because I was up all night with my newborn, but really over an expanded period of time, you know, which I would say, you know, in just my personal opinion, somewhere between 60 and 90 days, if you see that you're just tired all the time and then even progressively longer. And no matter how much sleep you get, no matter kind of what you do, maybe you even are trying to eat healthy, taking supplements, and you still just are constantly always low energy and tired. And I'd, I'd say you want to look at that. Um, and that's a little bit different, just, just that typical, you know, I'm tired because I didn't get enough sleep or, you know, I was traveling, so now I have jet lag. Yeah, I remember um, years ago, I really, really struggled with my health and had chronic fatigue. And, and there was never a moment that I felt good. No mm-hmm. matter no matter what time of the day, it was like I'd always rather be asleep. And a lot of it was a physical thing. But I also think there was mental and emotional and just not being connected to my soul. So mm-hmm. I love that you're doing this work and helping people claim more vitality and vibrancy and life force. So, Angela, can you just share some of your wisdom in regards to how we can start to re-engage with life and start to turn up our wattage? Yeah, there are so many things that you can do naturally and inexpensively to really boost your energy. And that's really what my program I developed is about, is really looking at how can I look at things like what I'm putting into my body, look at my nutrition, look at my choices, look at my lifestyle, and not necessarily have to go do some really strict diet or spend a lot of money on some expensive medications, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So of course, because I'm a holistic health coach, the first thing I work with clients on is their nutrition and their diet. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm recommending that they immediately, you know, become vegan or paleo or, you know, get off certain types of foods. You know, often people think they have to be on a really strict diet. But the first thing I have to recommend is, you know, let's look at any foods in your diet that are taxing your adrenal glands, any foods that may be draining you, like, you know, added sugar, artificial sweeteners, uh, a lot of excess caffeine. And let's try to remove those and crowd those out with healthier foods. That's Mm -hmm. kind of the first step. Mm -hmm. 
Well, food is our fuel. So yeah, it is important, I think, to be cognizant of that. And what kind of fuel are you putting into your physical vehicle? Yeah. And sometimes the foods you're putting in, you know, maybe actually taking your energy away. A lot of the oh, things that yes. our culture tell us, you know, hey, you know, have this, you know, soda or have this energy drink, you know, the commercials tell us that actually may be what's causing you to be so exhausted or at least making you worse instead of better. So true. I worked with a nutritionist and he would say things are either giving you energy or taking energy. So you really have to look at that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the chemicals are never good for us. No. And that's where I like to start is first starting with the, the things that the foods or food like substances that are probably taking energy from everyone. But then, of course, you know, the caveat is the bio individuality. We're all unique. And so, yes. yes. After you kind of cut out some of the foods and then add in some of the foods that are probably good for most human beings, then there's a lot of that trial and error of figuring out, okay, what does your unique body thrive on? And then what does it not thrive on? Right. I think that's so important because we are um, all wired just a little bit differently or maybe a lot differently. So mm -hmm. we need to know ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Angela, you mentioned something I think I want to go into a little bit more, um, and that is adrenal fatigue. I think this is such an important subject. Uh, can you tell me more about what it is and how do we know if this is something that we have? Mm -hmm. Well, adrenal fatigue occurs when the adrenal glands, which are those small lumps of tissue located directly above your kidneys, when they become triggered. So the primary trigger for them is stress. And I'm sure that, that you and your listeners are like, well, gosh, stress causes everything, right? Um, and what I mean by stress is really connected to hormones. So your adrenal glands produce hormones. They're critical for feeling well. So hormones like adrenaline, cortisol, and even hormones that regulate your sex hormones like estrogen and testosterone. The problem is when our adrenal glands are triggered or they're overextended, which is where, which ties into that chronic low energy, you know, if it's many days, you know, many months of lack of sleep or lack of health or, you know, lack of vitality, whether it be from nutrition or your job, whatever the reason, if you're overextended for a long period of time, those adrenal glands produce extra amounts of hormones such as adrenaline. And that's really a great thing if, you know, if we're back in the day where we're running from a, you know, a tiger, or, you know, coming out of a cave or yes. something. But these days, you know, we don't need, our bodies don't need to have that much adrenaline. So over a long period of time, if our adrenal glands are kicking out way too much adrenaline or cortisol, it can cause a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's say you're going through a divorce or, you know, bankruptcy, a death of a loved one, maybe even a move or even something good like a, you know, a new baby or a marriage, your adrenal glands may become, you know, hyperactive. And with those hormones continuing to be circulating your system, it can cause problems over time. Yes. Now, the second part of your question, the diagnosis can be a little bit tricky. Uh, I know that myself as well. I was eventually diagnosed with di um, adrenal fatigue probably five years ago after probably, gosh, I think I battled with it for a decade before I knew uh, that I had it. And um, that can be a little bit tricky because when you go to a primary care physician, they'll likely to run regular lab tests. And oftentimes people that have adrenal fatigue are in range on those lab tests. So the doctor may say, hey, you know, you're in range, you're fine. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the doctor is misinformed or, you know, saying something that's incorrect to you. It's just that those labs can only tell us so much. And so there, can, there are some other functional lab tests you could go and get done with a functional medicine or integrative health provider 
that can test your adrenal function, like cortisol and DHEA. So some of those are helpful. But in general, I think the best way to know if you do have it is to really just look at your symptoms and look at, you know, ask yourself, you know, do I get good sleep at night? Or, you know, am I sleeping eight, 10 hours a night, but I'm still tired? Do I crash, you know, in the afternoon? Do I crave sugar and sweets? Some of those things, they could mean you have some other issues as well, but most likely your adrenals are suffering to some extent. You may not have it severely, but you probably want to look at boosting your energy if you're feeling that way. Yes. And it seems another area that can really um, suffer if we do have adrenal fatigue is being able to sleep. Because if you've got yes. that adrenaline coursing through your body, even if you're exhausted, mm -hmm. it's hard to go to sleep. Can you speak to that a little bit more? And what can we do about that? Yeah. You know, that's, it's kind of an interesting question and, and, you know, probably frustrating. And it's frustrating for some of my clients because they say that exact same thing. It's like, well, gosh, I know I need to rest more, but then I lay down and I don't go to sleep. What can I right. do? So, you know, the, the interesting thing about our body, everything is connected, is when we have more stress hormones circulating in our system, like cortisol, then melatonin is suppressed. You know, human growth hormone is, is production is suppressed. And that can really inhibit deep sleep. You may fall asleep, but you don't really get into that deep sleep. So when you wake yes. up, you still feel exhausted. I'm sure you can relate to that. Oh, I remember those days. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And so both high and low cortisol can cause insomnia. So that's where you really want those hormones balanced. It's not that you want them too high or too low. And, you know, there's lots of things you can do to balance your hormones, starting with uh, the nutrition side of things. And once you get those hormones a bit more in balance, which doesn't necessarily mean that they're in balance every day the rest of your life, but it just means you don't go chronically many months with them out of balance, then you can slowly fix the insomnia. You know, add back in better nutrition, add back in some supplements, and, you know, often some significant lifestyle changes are needed depending on what you're what your life is like. Yes. And, you know, Angela, you said something that was so interesting. I hadn't considered this, but I think it's probably true. You say our stress comes from filling up our time with the things that aren't really valuable to us. Mm -hmm. That was like a revelation to me. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, it, it's so important to really prioritize, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. One of my, this was a big aha moment for me in the past few years as well, because one of my mentors said that to me is he said, you know, look at, look at those times in your life where you probably should have been stressed. You know, you had a lot going on and, you know, every moment of your day was filled, but you weren't. And then look at another time in your life when you had just as much going on, but you were maxed out, you were unhappy, you were stressed you know, you're constantly using language like, I just can't take it anymore, things like that. And I really noticed that the difference in those times in my life was that I was doing things when I didn't feel stressed, I was doing things that really aligned with my values. Mm -hmm. You know, I had work that I felt was connected to who I am, you know, my authentic self. And, you know, I probably was in a relationship that felt very fulfilling and rewarding and supportive. Um, so that's where I really like to coach people to really think about what is their values, really start with making a list, you know, whatever works for you, whether it be journaling, whether just talking through it with a friend, making a list about what really is most important in your life. Is it being with your children? Is it your spouse, your partner? You know, is it 
mountain biking, I mean, whatever it is you love to do, and then look at your calendar. And if you're doing a lot of things that really don't marry up to those values, you probably will be stressed or unhappy. And tired. <laughs> yes, and tired because your, your body doesn't want to do all those things things. And, oh my and, gosh, you're uh, right. And, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I remember feeling like this. Yeah. I'm really relating to what you're saying, Angela. It's like, I was looking to food, I think to fulfill me because I wasn't ful feeling fulfilled in other areas of my life. Mm -hmm. So you talk about, you know, being your authentic self or living from that place of being your authentic self. So I think you're bringing up such a great, um, possible, um, exercise for people to consider. What brings mm -hmm. you the greatest joy? What's the most important things to you? And line up with those values. I like the quote, the greatest gift you can offer the world is to be authentically yourself. Mm -hmm. And it does seem like our energy is much um, more increased, like we're in higher vibration and, and brighter wattage when we're living from that place and space. Yeah, you can do things and people look at you and they're like, how are you not exhausted? But you're not because you're doing it from a place, you know, it's it's like a, it's not something tangible. It's not a tangible tank, you know, of energy that you're tapping into. Yes. It's kind of more that universal tank of energy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. When we're lined up with our soul, it seems like that, that influx of uh, energy from that something greater can just like flow through us. You know, I've, mm -hmm. I've been exhausted most of my life, but now that I am doing the things that I love, people are like, oh my gosh, you have so much energy. I'm like, I do. <laughs> you know, <Yes. laughs> but it's just what you're talking about. It's like mm -hmm. that fuel from that yeah. something greater is pouring into me. And you know what? Food has become a lot less important. It, yes. it don't look to it to fulfill me. So when mm. people really struggle with their, their diets, I don't know if you see this, but it's like, for me, it's such a basic thing. It's like, if you're not fulfilled, you're looking to food to fill you up in a way that it can't touch. Yes. Yeah. I think nutrition is huge, but just as we're okay. talking about here with values, it's just a starting point. And then you yes. want to get to some of those deeper pieces and the nutrition will become Super important, but less important once you start working on the bigger pieces of the puzzle with your low energy. Yeah, and it is one step at a time. And I love how you um, support people with little nuggets and one step at a time because, you know, it, it's, it's hard to do massive changes all at once. Mm -hmm. so I like how you um, support your clients and uh, our listeners and doing just a little bit at a time, make it accessible and comprehensive and, and something that you can live, that you can integrate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to do it all, yes. all at once. It can be in baby steps. That's the great part of working with a coach because you can kind of take it in a little chunk, see how you do, you know, and trial and error a little bit and then continue to move deeper. But just as we're, we're talking about, you do eventually get to a phase where you start working a little bit more on your lifestyle and maybe even your spirituality and your mental health and see how that's connected to your overall health as well. I love it. And uh, yeah, holistic. I'm a holistic I've counselor. You're a holistic coach, you know, and I think mm -hmm. it is be really whole. And that is taking responsibility for ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So mm -hmm. speaking my language, Angela. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, this is all really great stuff. So something you talk about that I'm really interested in personally, um, you talk about other things that could be draining our energy, like toxic exposure or heavy metals. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me more about this? This seems like something that's important. Yeah, it is super important. So, you know, the world we call home 
on these days, it has nutrient deficient soil. And so if the soil is deficient of nutrients, then our crops and the food that we eat is going to be deficient in soil. And also the so-called standard American diet, it's filled with calorie dense, nutrient poor processed mm. foods, often genetically modified foods and pesticides. So we're continually exposed to toxins in our food and water and air, and often even our personal care and cleaning products if we're not careful. So that's where toxic exposure can really inhibit the proper functioning of our entire body, which includes you know, digestive system and immune and endocrine system. So when I work with people, we often start with nutrition. But if over time, you know, if you're eating well and your, your lifestyle is really aligned with your values and you're still not feeling well, it's good to really look at the toxic exposure, make sure you're eating organic, reduce all the uh, toxic exposure from your personal care and cleaning products. You know, maybe even stop using plastic to, you know, contain your food. There's lots of different uh, tricks you can do. You have to live in the world, but there are things you can do to reduce your toxic exposure and heavy metals. And that can, that could be something draining your energy as well. Right. I, I, I think that's definitely been the case for me in the past. Mm -hmm. Clean that up. I have definitely um, improved with my vibration mm -hmm. and energy. Mm -hmm. So you also um, talk about a technique described as earthing. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so earthing is something that I didn't know I was doing it, but I did it a lot on the farm when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, growing up in North Missouri, I mean, gosh, I don't remember wearing shoes very much when I was a child. We <laughs> constantly had our, you know, we had our feet in the dirt and in the mud and in the garden with mom and, you know, in the, in the little creek, which we called the crick. So, you know, I realize now that a lot of, and I was a super healthy kid, had a very strong immune system, uh, even though I was exposed to some things, um, well until I went to college. And when I look back, I'm like, wow, my mom was always teaching me earthing and grounding. And so really earthing, as I've come to know it now as an adult, it's, it's a concept that our bodies are meant to come into contact with the earth, which is a grounding force on a regular basis. And it's really a practice, and it involves connecting your body with the earth by touching any of your bare skin to a conductive material. And what's the, the best thing to do is get your bare feet in some grass, preferably wet, maybe some wet sand, a river, or a lake, or a sea. And, and you know, doing that often, I like to every day, at least when I can and the weather's well uh, good, I can go in my backyard and just take off my shoes and socks and you know, just get my feet in some dirt or in the grass. And I do find that over time, it really helps not just raise my vibration energetically, but it physically does change um, you know, my body and get me in a little bit of a healthy state. Hmm. I haven't tried that. I go out with my shoes on, but maybe I'll mm -hmm. take them off and stand in the grass. We'll see, we'll see yeah. how it feels. I like it. Give it, it a try, give it a try. It, it can be really powerful. There's a, you know, there's a documentary out about earthing if you wanted to Google it and learn a little bit more. Uh, there's several books about it as well. There have been some studies about about it as well. Um, but, you know, the best thing to do is just test it out, see how it makes your body feel. Uh, you know, also doing some breathing exercises, standing in the sunlight while you do it can be really helpful. This has been really helpful for people I've worked with who have uh, really, you know, severe kind of chronic illnesses. It's more than just adrenal fatigue. And so maybe they're also dealing with depression or severe anxiety, just really getting them connected to the earth yes. and leaning up maybe against a tree. Connecting to nature can be really helpful as well. Yeah, had a teacher tell me once that the heartbeat of the earth is like that theta 
uh, brainwave state, which is so healing and rejuvenating. So as we connect with a planet, it can really support us and in training with that energy, which it does heal us from the inside out. So mm-hmm. I love that you talk about this and teach about this. I think this is really wonderful stuff. Thank you. So, Angel, we just have a couple of minutes here left. Can you tell people how they can connect with you and, and continue to learn and, and garner uh, your wisdom? Yes, I would love to. So your listeners can learn more about me on my main website, AngelaWatsonRobertson.com. You can read all of my blog posts and learn more about me there. To learn more about my course that helps with adrenal fatigue, you can go to Fatigue Warrior. And if you want a free guide and kind of a sneak peek of that program, you can download that also at fatiguewarrior.com slash go. So you can kind of get a sneak peek and I'll give you my five-step solution to fight adrenal fatigue naturally just by joining my newsletter. That's all really great stuff. And I'm super excited, Angela, that you said yes to another show with me next week. We're going to talk about reinvention. I know you're the reinvention warrior. So I know there's some really great stuff to come. So um, I'm excited. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, you have a lot of wisdom and I'm really relating to a lot of what you teach and share and just your vibration in general. So I really appreciate you saying yes to these conversations. And to my listeners, I want to thank you so much for being part of this. I love doing this show just immensely. And what makes it even better is being able to connect with you. So I love to hear from you at TammyBPhD.com. I love Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Are you on social media, Angela? Oh, yes. I'm on all of it. (laughs) I love Facebook and Instagram the most. (laughs) Me too. So connect with us and let's continue the relationship and the conversation. Let's just continue to go higher in our consciousness. I want to bring heaven to earth. Let's do this. Okay. I think we all deserve to have lives that are filled with great joy, prosperity, fun, and celebration. So God bless you. Take care of yourself onward and upward. Bye for now.